What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American. Artificial intelligence. Monroe, we can. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What is going on, everybody? How's everyone doing? Another day in the life. All right. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on the podcast. We appreciate it. Go check out partofmyamerican.com. I'm going to yes. get right into this shit. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. do it. Uh, go to partofmyamerican.com if you guys like what we do. We want to help support us with merch. Got some cool shit there. Patreon, $5, 10 $20 tiers. Absolutely. Get a little more up close and personal uh, relationship with us, if Extra you will. content. Uh, we also like if you guys download, share, and like our content. Uh, give us great reviews. Yeah, we're on Tell Spotify. your friends. Tell your neighbors. Have at it. It helps us grow. Mm-hmm. What's what, what's the line, Chris? Come on. Showing is growing. There it is. Yep. Showing is growing. Where it's can people stuff. find us, Dave? Spotify. Apple. Everything now. Everything. Rockfin. Rockfin. Rockfin's the, uh, yeah, man. you know, we're, we're getting. It's Rockfin a growing platform. Yeah, man. It's a big one. It's a girthy. So anyways, get right into it, man. We got some stuff. We got some Ukraine stuff. We got some, uh, we got some fun topics to go through. Greg. Sure thing. Uh, did you have something you want to bring up right away? Because uh, I kind of want to, like, I know that the we were kind of talking about Ukraine, and we didn't want it. We just had an episode, which was a great episode. But unfortunately, with that channel, we can't really discuss the things we really, really want yeah, to discuss. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, I have a video that I think is a good leeway into all this stuff, and it's uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Yes. And uh, so I get credit where it's due, right? Because um, I, I, you know me over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. she's all right. I think she's okay. I've always thought she was just all right. She's very good on war, like anti-war measures. She she knows her shit about uh, yeah false flags, what people do in yeah. the times of war, and what propaganda looks like, right? Yeah, and uh, good on her for speaking out about things that uh, apparently social media doesn't want people speaking about, about right? Because everything right now, whether you like it or not, is Ukraine good, Russia bad. That's mm-hmm. pretty pretty much we all understand that. But she has come out now. This is the second video that we've, we're going to be sharing. The first one was talking about, hey, you know, Russia's the bad guy here. They want them to be the bad guy. And you well, cannot she, forget yeah. that Ukraine is extremely corrupt. Yeah, they weren't democratically elected. Like, it's not no. a democracy. Remember, they shut down the media that was opposing Zelensky. Absolutely. And then they arrested Zelensky's opponents. So let's go ahead and uh, just start this off with this uh, beautiful video. From Tulsi Gabbard. A beautiful video from a beautiful woman. Oh, God, that's creepy. facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Ukraine is in an active war zone with widespread bombing, artillery, and shelling. And these facilities, 
even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens. Now, like COVID, these pathogens know no borders. If they are inadvertently or purposely breached or compromised, they will quickly spread all throughout Europe, the United States, and the rest of the world, causing untold suffering and death. So in order to protect the American people, the people of Europe, the people around the world, these labs need to be shut down immediately, and the mm -hmm. pathogens that they hold need to be destroyed. Instead of trying to cover this up, the Biden-Harris administration needs to work with Russia, Ukraine, NATO, the UN to immediately implement a ceasefire for all military action in the vicinity of these labs until they're secured and these pathogens are destroyed. We can keep going if you want, but I mean, it, the bottom line is, is she's acknowledging, obviously, the 25 to 30 labs. Mm -hmm. We've had this discussion. Mm hmm. I like her take on this as far as uh, there's some people saying like this war is about the labs, right? Maybe. Yeah. It's Could be. part of it. Yeah. But the real concern is, is that in a war area like Ukraine is right now, mm -hmm. uh, the idea that this could be like a Chernobyl effect with deadly virus. Exactly. Where you are now spreading this all over the place in one designated area, making it basically like anybody in that area is going to be fucking dead. Cause we can only yeah. imagine what kind of shit is in those labs. And that is one of the things where, um, you had, uh, Victoria Newland, right. The, the secretary who came out saying that, yes, there are labs there. Mm -hmm. Uh, the U S does fund these labs. Uh, mm -hmm. and we're worried that the Russians are going to utilize that in some sort of false flag. And then you had, uh, Marco Rubio, right. Mm -hmm. Saying, so do you think that if there were like some sort of outbreak, it would be at the hands of the Russians? And absolutely, without a doubt, that's the classic Russian model: is they they do things and say that their enemy does them. So they're setting up this whole thing where, yes, there is going to be some sort of bio attack, and it's going to be a false flag, and Russia will be the one to do it. So where I would disagree with this, her statement on this would be. Unlike uh, Chernobyl, right? So you have an instance where, and obviously I don't think that was any attack, right? It was a, it was an incident that had happened, right? Sure. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Could have been. But the point is, is it fucked the entire area. You mm -hmm. know, it went so far. It's kind of like a nuclear blast, right? It goes so far and then it kind of is yeah. no yeah. longer prevalent. The reason why I don't know that Russia would do this intentionally is what's right next to Russia? Exactly. Ukraine. Why in the fuck would you purposely blow something up that would in turn open up this uh vat of disease yeah that was gonna go right into your fucking country because i'm pretty sure the uh, <laughs> yes. wind blows to the to the east bro. there you go <laughs> uh, i don't know if that's true but the point is is it's right there that's Why? what i don't get too it's like it makes no sense for None. russia to expose everybody including their own troops to this biological agent well then Zero. come out and support the people going against ukraine that lived there and then blow up a facility that could kill all of them yeah why would it, it you, makes no sense. Why would you support this faction of people in the country and then blow up something to kill all of them? Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense at all. Because unlike a bomb that would destroy a specific area, mm -hmm. even a nuclear blast, like I said, this would affect Russia just as bad as everyone else. Yeah, if not worse. If not worse, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really buying that Russia would intentionally do this. I don't, I don't think that that would be the case. It makes no sense. For sure. And not only that, but they're coming out with evidence. And this is these are documents that cannot be ignored. And and I know that people can look at it and say, like, well, they faked them. You, OK, you can say that, but they're providing some sort of evidence that's that's showing that the United States funded these labs. And so Lots of them. in this video, she goes on to talk about the other labs. Yeah. Right. I mean, Chris, play for one more second. OK, here. yeah. I think she actually says some 200 plus labs. Right. Now, in addition to all this, the U.S. funds around. 300 biolabs around the world who are engaging in dangerous research, including gain of function, similar to the lab in Wuhan, mm -hmm. where COVID-19 may have originated from. They may have. Now, after realizing how dangerous and vulnerable these labs are, they should have all been shut down two years ago, but they haven't. Now, this is not a partisan political issue. The administration and Congress need to act now for the health and well-being of every American and every person on this planet. There we go. All right. Yeah. So 300 laps, right? Was it not that long ago that people were, I mean, like 
I even obviously was questioning the motive behind the labs. I'm like, okay, I, I think we all aware now at this point that there's definitely labs funded by this country. Yeah. Whether that was the reason behind the Ukraine invasion, I don't know. Maybe. No, I, I think that it was a target specified for they knew that if there were going to be a false flag, it would either come out of a nuclear reactor, Chernobyl-ish, whatever, or a bio lab. So that's why they took those spots out first, because they go, okay, if anything does go down, they're going to utilize this, and the media is going to prop it up as we did it. So we got to destroy that shit right away, get over to the nuclear reactor, take over that ground, and just fortify this from within and control the information getting out of it. Prevent. Oh, shit. Chris is fucking... Prevent. Smack it. Smack it on top. There you go. Give it a thump thump. Prevent the false flag from happening altogether. There you go. And so that is why I think they attacked the That's biolabs. That's a good buildup, though. I like that, you know? <laughs> I was just going to say, I see, I see the wheels uh, spinning yeah. in Chris's head. I, I, you got well, stuff to say. One, something that kind of asked me, had me ask why when she was talking, was like, she said, why weren't these destroyed or whatever two years ago? Why only two years ago? Haven't they been there for, have they, when were they put there? Why were they put there in the first place? So why up from two years ago? Why is she pinpointing that time frame? Because that's when Western COVID started, and so her, I think her rationale behind it is, yeah, and, and what she says, I think actually is that we've been proven now that these labs are not that secure. Yep. Yeah. So if they are secure, super secure labs that are underground, and you know it takes fucking twenty below the ground surface to get to it, like uh, umbrella. Uh, uh, Resident, yeah, like, Resident Evil. Was that one like Evil. Cabin in the Woods, you know? Yeah, or Resident, Resident Evil was sure. underground. Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, so the point she's trying to make is like, we have we now have proof that these are not as secure as they have thought or we thought as, as a people, right? And so yeah. now you have a country that's war-torn, if, if you want to call it that, who knows? And she has concerns that like, if it can get out naturally, what's stopping an explosion from letting everything go? I get what you're saying. I, I do think that she's trying to make the point basically that like, hey, these are not that durable. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but I, I'm just saying she's only saying two years ago because that's when something actually happened. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we know that everyone knows that they're there and they're not secure at all. Why wouldn't she just say they should have never been there in the first place? They should have never been created. I think she's saying, like, why we, we've proven that you said that you built these for research. Okay. We gave you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. The doubt can no longer be, uh, you're guilty at this point because COVID came out of a biolab leak that fucked our whole world up. Yeah. Now we got to destroy it all. Like, this research just doesn't work. You know what I mean? That's where I think she's I mean, got the two years. You know, we always talk about like the root of things. Yeah, and yeah. and what uh, good intentions behind bad shit that happens? Uh, I don't believe that the people that are funding these necessarily have good intentions. Don't mix, oh, yeah. don't mix my words here. Oh, I'm mixing the, them. The idea that we can study diseases and try to understand them—if mm-hmm. you were just to bring that up to Congress and say, "Listen, we uh, you know we have some top scientists, right? We want to go through these viruses. We want to break them down. We want to understand what's going on and how to prevent them going going forward." If you just tell that to a, a layman's person, like a layman person, just an average Joe, they'll mostly say like, well, yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. You know, like I, we should know what's going on. No. You're not breaking down the entire thing. And I think that's what she's saying. These labs were, they came across initially before COVID as like, if if even anybody knew about them, that, hey, they're just these labs that we're, we're trying to make, you know, we're trying to make our, our lives better. We want to make sure that there's an outbreak that we know what to do with it. And everybody can be like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. They have now proven, like Greg said, that you're not helping anything. You're making it worse. Yeah, you're you're doing a mosquito effect here. You're making this. Uh, yeah, making these genetically no, modified. I get it. I'm, I'm just saying it would have made me feel better if she would have said they should have never been existed, rather than they should have been torn down two years ago when we got found out. Uh, yeah, you know what? If she would have extended on it, if she would have yeah, said yeah. these should have been taken down two years ago after we found out, and maybe they should have never even happened. Yeah, there you go. Sure. And, and you're right. But people also said, you know, in the comments I'm reading right here, it says, you also failed to mention the most important thing. The people responsible for these labs need to be held accountable. Yeah. Second, what's that second one say? Remember, dear, you voted for Biden. Yeah. I mean, she's not perfect. Let's just be honest. Did I, she vote for Biden? I don't know. Probably. Don't know. <laughs> don't know. 
Uh, regardless, the, the point is, is we know now there's really no excuse anymore. There's no excuse for it anymore. Yeah. But the so motive, the like, I, I just, I'm not buying this whole rush is going to do it on purpose. I just can't no. get behind it. I no. Can't. And so you had this whole live stream. Did you guys see this on Friday? They came out. Um, Russia found the evidence. They found some documents that proved that the United States funded the creation of these biolabs, right? And so they demanded a meeting from the UNSC. So this is the United uh, UN Security Council, right? They met in New York City at Russia's request. And this is an article from the Gateway Pundit. It says, Russia, China, Brazil, India call for an investigation into U.S. biolabs in Ukraine representing about half of the world's population. So... On Sunday, March 6, 2022, Russia news agency uh, Ria Novosti released documents claiming that Ukraine was working on biological weapons near the Russian border. Uh, she accused the U.S. of instructing Ukraine to destroy the biological agents before the Russia invasion. And you have the the memo. I believe we read this memo on our one of our last shows. Yeah. So... On Thursday, the Gateway pundits confirmed that there were biolabs in Ukraine and Hunter Biden. Uh, we talked about the Rosemont Seneca was one of the main investors of the firm's Metabiota building these labs. So then on Friday, Russia representative or Russian representative to the United Nations, Vasily Nebenzia, accused the United States of testing viral agents in Ukraine during Security Council testimony on Friday. Nemenzia accused the U.S. of testing coronavirus in Ukrainian bats. Imagine that. And then the U.S. representative to the United States, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, denied all these allegations. So you remember who this gal is? No, I don't. You this, don't. Is the guy that you, this is the gal that you guys all sent me the video and a text message saying she was a demon. She's a demon? Remember she had the mask on and people were like, that's not a Oh, demon. yeah. Oh, Chris sent Enzo. Enzo sent us. En- oh, yeah. Yeah. Enzo sent it to us. He goes, what the fuck is that? Yeah, he goes, who is this lady? <laughs> hey, Enzo, I love you, bro. But it was uh, definitely just like a, a kind of a mix-up of, of images. Okay. But so I She mean, denied it, though. So I have a video of the Russian... Um, Russian representative. Can you go up real quick before we bounce your video, though? There was a kind of statement you, you gloss over real fast. Um, keep going up just a tad. Right. right there. So the World Health Organization admitted to Reuters that on Thursday that they advised Ukraine to destroy their high threat pathogens stored in the country's health laboratories <coughs> to prevent the spread of any disease. Uh oh. So if you notice that they were saying they accused the United States yeah. of destroying the weapons, the supposed weapons. Right? That's what they said. Isn't that what it says up the top, the first like we, paragraph there? It says, we heard on Tuesday from the United States Department that there were U.S. biolabs in Ukraine. No, then on Wednesday. Rhea Novosti accused the U.S. of instructing Ukraine to destroy the biological agents before the Russian invasion. Yes, okay. But that would kind of make sense if they're following what we just heard Tulsi Gabbard say, which was, we need to destroy all this shit yeah. so, so that if there's not an accident, we don't have a fucking major problem. Mm-hmm. So where's the bad in that? Or we need to destroy all this shit so we don't get the blame yeah, for you, having you, it There's here. that side of it. You cover up your ass, dude. Yes. Right? But, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do we find out what the real thing is, right? Because we already know it's a biolab now at this point. We know. Yeah. Uh, what they were actually studying, we don't know. But, like, obviously well, they would want to destroy it. So I think we do know, and that's what he, this, the Russian representative states in his video. Okay. He talks about all the shit that they found. And right, I'm let's, like, let's do it. It's not good. Okay, let's do it, man. All right, so this is coming from Telegram. I don't know if we can make this bigger or not, or we can just open up the... Why does it have to say Russian Federation, though? Like, is this like WWE? It's the Russian Federation. Our military became aware of the details... So of this the is obviously <laughs> here. Pause it <laughs> Dude, I literally thought that was his voice. That I was threw like, me off so bad. Holy so crap. This is a uh, obviously an overdub, right? You have a translator. Yeah, I was going to say that the, testicle speaks like a testicle. The translator is in... English, but it is a, a woman. woman, right? Different, man. That's odd. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know if there was going to be a full. Yeah, okay, that works. All right, let's. Uh... Yeah, there we go. There we go. Is being conducted in laboratories of Kiev, Kharkov, and Odessa. The goal is to study the possibility of spreading particularly dangerous inf- infections using migratory birds. 
And this includes a highly pathogenic uh, influenza H5N1, mm-hmm. whose lethality for people reaches 50%, as well as in the Newcastle disease. 50%? Yeah, there was another project where the vector of the potential agents of biological weapon, uh, bats were considered. Mm-hmm. Amongst priority areas for study, they include the bacterial and viral pathogens that could spread from bats to people, such as uh, plague, leptospirosis, and mm-hmm. as well as filoviruses and coronaviruses. Mm-hmm. As can see from the project documents, the United States actively funded the biological projects in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Experiments were being conducted to study the spread of dangerous diseases using ectoplasm ectoparasites such as lice and fleas. Even non-specialists understand that such experiments are one of the more reckless because they do not give you an opportunity to control how the situation is going to develop further. Okay. Well, before we get into the juice that that man just said, Ah. I do have a question. How come when I'm uh, out and about, I see a bunch of bobs walking around, they got these really like fancy earpieces in, they're talking to people? Yeah. Why do we still need boxes on our ears? I, I just don't understand. Like, this is a fucking... <laughs> oh, my good Lord! This is like the damn UN and the fucking NATO. Like Maybe got, it's like translating. It is like translating. In real time. But you can't yeah. fucking get a smaller piece. I mean, I'm just being that's honest. True. That's 1980 stuff right there. That's, let's yeah. let's so update the shit, the, NATO. That's the translator <laughs> sitting behind him, right? No. I, no. I don't think so. I think no. she's hearing a translation. Oh, okay. Exactly. So that. when they go to these, you'll actually see them in, in real videos, but they actually have these ginormous... Uh, I don't know, VHS boxes on their ear, and yeah. it's like that's true. Like, <clears throat> like you're you're in this huge organization, and you can't just get earbuds that do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, come on, come on, Apple, you can't make stop something. spending your money on making these random fucking more viruses, and just get some earbuds so you can understand <laughs> yeah. each other. That exactly. makes more sense. Yeah, AirPods. Let's just have at it, man. <laughs> I'm sure Apple will help you. Yeah. So he, basically, he's saying that they found documentation that they were studying the plague, coronavirus, and bats. They're studying all this shit over there, right? United States funded it. Uh, I have a video of the rebuttal. And so this is the United States, their rebuttal here. Oh, I think there she is in her Darth Vader gear as well. That's the center camera. Yeah, right? (laughs) It's not a ballroom dance right there. I don't know if this will play or not. I don't... We'll we'll see. Ukraine does not have a biological weapons program. There are no Ukrainian biological weapons laboratories laboratories supported by the united states not near russia's border or anywhere okay so she is saying there are no such thing okay they don't exist but didn't we just cover that they do exist mm-hmm. well greg to be technical they're just bio labs they're biological they're not, research labs yes they're oh, okay. research labs they're mm-hmm. not weaponry i get you to be technical that's what the official paperwork labels them as yeah. That's why Fauci can get away with the things that he says as well. Yep. Because he words it in such a way that he will never get in trouble for it. Yep. Until it comes out in some sort of email. Mm-hmm. Plausible deniability. There it is. Plausible deniability. And definition changes. Yep. I'm going to change the definition so I can totally shift this and pivot this conversation into my defense. You know, when you, but here's the deal, though. We also got to understand, too, that when you're talking about, like, the plague. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've seen cases, I'm looking at right now, the bubonic plague in Bu- California. The bubonic chronic. The bubonic. Yeah, there are some cases yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, when you hear the plague, you immediately think, like, holy shit. But, yeah. I mean, this shit is actually spreading in California in the homeless population, as well as, what, typhus and turbo. That's great, but you don't. I just rapped right there. But you don't have. I can't say that word. You don't have evil scientists doing studies on it. No, I get you. I get you. But I'm just saying, like, you know, we're at the point. I, I, I don't know how scary it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I'm at with it. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, we got it running in California right now. Nobody's fucking batting an eye, dude. I'm saying if it can kill 50%, that's pretty scary. I don't know which one that was. That's pretty alarming. Yeah. You know? So I, that that is the stuff that was being reported out even on Bongino a, lot, a while ago. And he was saying... I've heard reports that these, yeah, they're they're studying these diseases that have upwards of 50% lethality rate. Yeah. That's pretty damn scary. You know, two people walk in the room, one of you got to die. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So that. So it'd be me or you and half a Chris. Okay. There you go. Half, That's just more half than a Chris. 50. Well, I mean, 
I mean, I'm like, I account for, you know, a quarter of Dave. So the other, uh, the other 75% has to come from somewhere. Chris. Oh, so. I mean, we can only imagine that like some of the stuff that's, that they're studying is really bad shit. Yeah. Um, but that's why it just needs to go away. Like Chris was saying, like, yeah. what, what are we doing here? Yes, indeed. Like, is it worth it? Like if it hasn't been a rampant problem for how long, mm-hmm. why do we need to keep studying it? Yeah, it, it tells you that the purpose is for something else. And then when you had COVID-19 come out of nowhere and then you're seeing there's all this research behind it to develop a vaccine even before it came out, you're thinking, oh, my, oh, my, is this your fucking business model? Well, and, and at the same time, you've had samples of this plague since the plague was rampant in the world. Mm-hmm. And you're, you've studied it from then until now and how have you not covered everything? Yeah. What else do you need to know? What else are you learning? No, you without just, adding in shit of your own and exactly. turning it into something That's else. That's exactly what I was going to say. You're, yeah. you're mixing that concoction up there. You're making cocktails at this point. Yeah, exactly. If I you haven't mean, learned everything about this virus yeah. in the last however fucking long, then you're not doing your fucking job. Yeah. Well, and apparently if you, if it's made in nature, you can't patent it. So if you genetically modify it, mm-hmm. it's not made in nature. So therefore you can put a patent on it. Yeah. And you own that shit. And since you own it, you can do whatever you want with it. You can send it to whatever to make some sort of vaccine. You can put a patent on that. You can make some sort of uh, yeah. uh, whatever you want, right? Okay, but let, let's just say that uh, Russia actually did. And I don't, I don't buy into Russia's claims either. You take this with a grain of salt like everything else, right? Yeah. But let's say that Russia actually did decide to go into Ukraine based off of their knowledge about these bio labs. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that's the best way to go about it, though? No, so here's the deal. I don't think that they went into Russia because of the biolabs. That's not okay. why. Okay. I think that they took out the biolabs as precaution because if they're invading this country, there's going to be a false flag coming from either a biolab or a nuclear reactor. So you still believe they took out the biolabs? I don't know. Apparently, that's been reported that they took nine out of 13. I don't see any other evidence of that. I just, that's well, what I'm just you're saying. Hearing. Wouldn't that be like, take them out as out, like blow them up? Well, yeah. I don't know that they've but blown them up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That Either they blew the, have blown them up or they've took control of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, but, there you go. But if they blew them up, we're, we're right back into the whole Tulsi thing where we're saying, like, now you're spreading the shit all over the place. Or they've incinerated. Or they're destroyed. It. Is there any guarantee? there's know. no guarantee in any of this right. so, so but one, one bat flies away all we have is what we've been told <laughs> and the yeah. documents right these documents were on the embassy of the ukraine like the u.s embassy in ukraine's website that they removed mm-hmm. but you can go on the wayback machine and download them they were there they no, we know documents uh, no we uh, fully understand that but we had a discussion multiple episodes ago about them targeting biolabs which to me doesn't make a lot of sense being that if you target these labs and blow them up you're not incinerating you're not putting it in a chamber and turning it into an ash yeah. pile yeah you're just dropping a bomb and hoping to god you get the whole thing like i don't think so man yeah, well, and, yeah. and that's the thing is depending on the coverage we're not over there and we only get to see one side of it so mm-hmm. we don't know what they're actually doing are they blowing them up are they just taking control we don't know yeah yeah i mean i, I would have to guess that they're not blowing anything up which is why i think that whole thing was nonsense i don't think they're blowing it up i think they're not that dumb yeah, it's just like too big of a risk. It's a huge risk. Yeah. I think the the missiles, if there was any that did go off around those areas, weren't to blow up labs. They're to get rid of the people and the, the forces around guarding them. Yeah, that way they can go in and infiltrate it and take it over. Yeah, and it does make sense uh, not to blow up the deadly virus that could escape and invade the whole world. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and so same thing like with a nuclear reactor. You wouldn't just blow the fucking nuclear reactor up, would you? No. You'd go in and you'd take that shit over. But that, that yeah. I mean, that's ultimately where I'm going with this, right? We've had a lot of stories about people making accusations, making claims. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it seems in the moment that it makes sense, but at the end of the day, it doesn't make any sense at all. It makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, that's to me. I, I don't think it makes sense to me. So they're there. But yeah. like, is it really a concern? Like, why? My question that I asked you was based off like, if they had concerns about a bio lab on the border that could potentially cause damage to their own country, why would they not go and speak about this? Because at this point, coming out of a pandemic, there's a lot of people that would buy right into this. Mm-hmm. This would be the best pop- propaganda, right? Because you'd be like, hey, 
we have serious concerns about this lab that's fucking 50 miles off our border here. This is why. This is well, the paperwork that, we have. Well, that's the thing. Putin has been talking about these since way before the pandemic. They've just been shutting it down. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and as far as like tactile warfare, you know, whatever you do as Russia at this point, they're going to say Russia did it. So no matter if they did it themselves, like if they bombed their own people, if they released a, a bio, bio virus, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. they would say that Russia did it. And so that's, I think, more tactile for them is let's destroy the forces around these labs, whatever. Let's go in and take over these labs because that is a portion where they could they could hurt a lot of people and blame it on us. And the whole world will then be against us. Agreed. You know what I mean? No, oh, totally agree. So here is something else, though, that I found, like, and I heard Bongino talking about this. This is an article coming from the National Pulse, Chris. I think this is the second one. And this has to do with Obama leading an effort to build a Ukraine-based biolab handling especially dangerous pathogens. And there's deleted web pages that show this. And so a deleted web article recovered by the National Pulse reveals that former President Barack Obama spearheaded an agreement leading the construction of biolabs handling, quote, especially dangerous pathogens in Ukraine. The news comes on the same day that the Biden regime, a particular Newland told the United States Senate that the the American government is concerned about biological research facilities falling into the hands of Russia's. So originally posted on June 18th, 2010, the article, quote, biolab opens in Ukraine, Details how Obama, while serving as an Illinois senator, helped negotiate a deal to build a level three bio or biosafety lab in the Ukrainian city of Odessa. Hmm. He was just a senator, bro. And he's going over. And I remember he went over. Look, it says over in 20 or 2005, you had this Dick Luger as well. Senator Dick Luger was also involved. Dude, I heard Dick Loogie's a fucking weird one. <laughs> Dick Loogie. <laughs> they they probably did call him Dick Loogie. You never trust a Dick Loogie. Never that's trust just, a Dick That's Lugie. just pre-cum. <laughs> oh, boy. Now he's getting nasty. You got problems if you got Dick Loogie's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sticky shit. <laughs> Why are you always sticky, Dick Luger? It's usually crusty in the morning. Yeah, man. Uh, it says, Luger said plans for the facility began in 2005 when he and the senator or then senator Barack Obama entered a partnership with Ukrainian officials. Luger and Obama also helped coordinate efforts between the United States and Ukrainian researchers that year in an effort to study and help prevent avian flu. Also, that is very illegal. What's that? To do unauthorized negotiations with foreign countries. Oh, no. Not well. It depends on what party. It's you're part in. of the Logan Act. You can't. Depends do on what party you're in. If That's it's true. legal, well, you know, you can anything's legal if you if you have the power. Look at that little snippet from the article, and it says right here the the level three biosafety lab, which is the first built under the expanded authority of the Noon Luger Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, will be used to study anthrax, tularemia. And Q fever, as well as other dangerous pathogens. Hmm. Oh boy, maybe that's what happened. All did, these conspiracy. Did we used to have the Q fever? I think <laughs> I think people caught the Q fever, bro. I got the fever. For yeah. cowbell. The cowbell. So this is saying this is to improve the safety for all people against weapons of mass destruction and potential terrorist use. Mm. Or use, yeah. I mean, mm. isn't that the, always the go-to with? Those kinds of people, it's for your own safety, yeah, right? the, yeah. the common good for everyone. It's always for safety. Well, yeah, it's the whole idea of like, hey, if we tell them like, hey, if we don't do this, you don't know what's going to happen. The fear mongering is crazy with this yeah. stuff, right? Uh, there is a, uh, I don't necessarily want to watch it. It's pretty long, but mm. there is a clip that I saved and it's worth for my, what I watched from it was very interesting. Okay. Reading the comments, people are like, I just watched this and it's like really eye-opening there's a uh, oliver stone documentary called ukraine on fire oh yeah dude and didn't they take that off youtube or something they banned it no nah, i think you can still find it okay if you look hard enough is from years ago but it was pretty telling man i mean it's really mm-hmm. like it's interesting uh they were talking about um senators governors going to ukraine i mean going mm-hmm. over there frequently um, yeah. George Soros is interviewed in this thing talking about his involvement, what he was trying to 
get going there. Uh, and they had the, uh, the, you know, they had their kind of like their uprising. I haven't watched the whole thing, so I'm not, you know, I, I'm. Well, they had a color revolution in 2014. That's when Zelensky got in. Yeah. So that was about that time because they were talking about Ferguson in it. So this would have been Obama era. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what they were doing is these governors, uh, McCain, one of them. Oh, boy. Was going over there and he was giving speeches to the people that were having this uprise mm-hmm. or uprising. And, uh, you know, this Ukrainian fellow who's, I am guessing, a top official was saying, like, you know, how is this OK? Like how if we would have went to Ferguson when you guys had the riots and you had Ukrainians officials going to Ferguson telling people like, we're support you. Here's some money. Here's some like, we're here for you. We're not yeah. going to like we there'd be a fucking war. Bro. Yeah. I'd be like, well, who the, why but, are you? Fucking, but McCain why? is hobbling on stage talking mm-hmm. about we support you and we're here for you. And we're was that also when Lindsey Graham was over there, too, saying, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, uh, no, we're going to end Russia. And this Russia uh, contraband or whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah, they were over there together. Wow. Uh, I'm just saying, I, I, there's definitely more to this than bedtime for my daughter here. Right? Oh. There's definitely more to this than what meets the eye. Dude, and yes. I think there's more involvement. Oh, this yeah. Ukraine thing is so funny to me. It's just everything about it is so fishy. And I feel like there's so much involvement from our government in Ukraine. Yeah. That oh, yeah. they are on this train because they know. What kind of crap is buried there? What kind of stuff they, I mean, you want to talk about. Skeletons in the closet. Exactly, bro. Mm -hmm. Bodies under the fucking basement. You know what I'm saying? In the basement. That's what's going on here. Watching this, if you get a chance to see Ukraine on fire, I'm definitely going to watch it because uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of things that, you know, especially being that far back, it kind of tells you a timeline. Yeah. Of maybe what was going on and Soros involvement and everybody else's involvement. So. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. All right. Who who are we talking about today? I don't know. Let's talk about some ghost bed. Baby. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, guys, uh, ghost bed, they've been a uh, sponsor of the Drinking Bros for over five years. Big one, too. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's a big one, dude. Uh, everybody raves about these guys. They are awesome. They have super comfortable mattresses. Yeah. Plush. Most of them, I don't think any, I don't know if any of them have springs. Oh, Yeah. It's just straight, like, heavenly pillow. You it's know what I'm saying? Pillow, clouds from heaven. Uh, super comfortable by mattresses. They last forever. They're made right here in the United States, which uh, is there anything better than an American-made product? I don't think yep. so. Yep. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, send it back. No hard feelings. You know how crazy that is? 25 years? Yeah. 20. That's like if I would have got the mattress when I was 11. Mm-hmm. Now I can be like... Finally, the warranty's over. Yeah. Think about that. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. One of the That's uh, crazy. <laughs> crazy man. <laughs> uh, one of the best parts about Ghost Bed, though, is when I was talking about the no springs. They do have multiple layers inside these mattresses. There's a lot of cooling technology in them. Mm. Mm. Keeps you nice and cool. No more night sweats. You got those night terrors. You're gonna wake up being like, I feel comfy. Oh. I feel loved. I got breeze on my butt. I you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's good stuff, man. It'll make you quiver, huh? Well, yeah. right on. Well, Ghostbed offers bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't even really have to think about it. Choose from one of their four mattresses, then pick your bundle. So whether you need a mattress or a frame, you can just choose everything you want up to the cooling pillows and the sheets. Get the best bang for your buck right now. Ghostbed is offering 40% off the Ghostbed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base. Or you can get 30% off of everything if you use the code DRINKINGBROS at Ghostbed.com slash drinking bros. Guys, it's like 35 bucks a month, okay? There's uh, zero down, 0% financing for up to 60 months on the plans. Go to ghostbeds.com backslash drinking bros. Try it out. You know, why not? If you guys get a bed with the adjustable base and you take a, a Instagram picture of you on the uh, ghost bed, mm. watching our show, maybe we'll send you a couple hats and shirts. You know what I'm saying? Like, why there you not? Go. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, what better way to watch this podcast than sitting up in a ghost bed? I agree. Bada All bing, right. bada boom. Anyways, that good stuff, man. Go check it out. Indeed. Uh, so, anyways, the Ukraine stuff. Uh, there's a lot to it. There's a lot. There's to a lot it. to it. Uh, but people are opening their eyes. You know. Well, I, a little I, bit. I wanted to talk to you guys about this maternity hospital shelling because yeah. this is something that happened, I believe, on the 11th ish around there, and there was a bombing of a maternity hospital, and they were using this as an excuse to bring in a no-fly zone, mm. and. Do you guys, what is the no-fly zone? Do you guys know this? Is this like something that they use in wartime to just say, hey. Yeah, pretty much. Terrible. Right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's a big move. And actually, um, 
Uh, what's the dude's name? He's on Joe Rogan all the time, that comedian. Uh, uh, Dylan. Oh, t- Tim Dylan. Tim Dylan. He actually had this uh, interesting take on it. Uh, he's like, all these fucking people are asking for a no-fly zone. It's a fucking huge mistake. Why is it a huge mistake? Well, guess what? We're not in Ukraine. We're not like over there fighting. We're not fighting yeah. the Russians right now. You put a no-fly zone in. What that means is, is if Russia flies in, they get shot down. Mm. Guess what happens if American plane shoots down a Russian plane? Now we're in the fucking war. Mm-hmm. So asking for a no-fly zone is asking for a fucking war. Because they're not going to not fly in it. And the guy was asking Tim, who's on a different podcast, Dylan was, he's like, so what are you supposed to do? And he's like, fucking nothing. You say the fuck out. Like, this has nothing to do with us. Like, leave yeah. it the fuck be. And, you know, he's like, but people, and he's like, fuck that shit. It's not fucking, it's not my shit. Yeah. I want to fucking go to the beach. I don't want to fucking deal with this shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to do it. But the minute you shoot down a plane, you're asking for war at that point. Now you're you involved. Go. You are in the war. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this is a big Big deal, right? Saying this was a uh, an article that came out by Technofog, and he puts out together this this big chain where he this thing might be a, a false flag, essentially. And he's saying, was this a false flag? Now he goes through the bombing allegations on Wednesday, March 9th. Story broke out about a Russian airstrike that allegedly targeted a Ukrainian maternity hospital, and according to the New York Times, an apparent Russian strike on Wednesday damaged and destroyed buildings on a hospital complex in southern Ukrainian city of Maripol, including a maternity ward. Okay? And then you have pictures, and it says it was later reported that the shelling of the maternity hospital killed three civilians, including one child. Photographs are alleged uh, to substantiate the maternity hospital was in use by civilians at the time of the bombing, though perhaps not at capacity. Uh, interestingly, one of the purported victims seen in photographs is an Instagram, quote, influencer who lives in that city. That one right there. And so this is Cheyenne Sarah, what, how do you, Sardar, Sardarzadeh. Sardarzadeh. So Sardarzadeh. So Cheyenne Sardarzadeh. And she has this uh, Instagram that has since been scrubbed, but you can see that she clearly has pictures. She's pregnant. She has these maternity pictures. And she was supposedly seen at the maternity hospital of the bombing yesterday, right? Uh, This uh, says, in any event, Ukrainian officials called the bombing of, it was like a war crime, and then they pleaded with the West that the strike necessitated intervention. Ukrainian officials called it a war crime, and the Ukraine president, Vladimir Zelensky, used the attack to urge tougher sanctions on Russia. The Maripol mayor demanded that the U.S. institute a no-fly zone and close the sky over Ukraine. All righty. Who's going to protect the sky? Hmm. That's the question I have. Who's going to protect it? I have a question. How can, in a war that currently doesn't involve us personally, how can our government issue a no-fly zone in a war zone over a country that's not ours that has nothing to do with us? Right. Again, yeah, who's going to protect it? They can't, like, but the ghost of Kiev. But how do our, we, how do we call. even have the authority to do that? I, are they asking us? Yes. Yeah, so oh, U.S. Institute. Zelensky was asking the U.S. Ah, yeah, yeah, I missed that it's part. Like, so, yeah, it's because we have a dope ass fucking, you know, military. Yeah. And uh, no, I would say no, absolutely not. You're begging us to fight this war for you. Yeah. Essentially, right? But for some reason, uh, Biden's not sending over our military. Well, that reason is Ukraine's not part of the NATO, right? Mm. So there's there's different rules. Am I right? Yeah, there's definitely certain yeah. rules. So Russia's response, according to the Reuters report published on March 10th, Kremlin spokesman responded on Wednesday that, quote, their forces do not fire on civilian targets. He clarified on Thursday that they don't have clear information about what happened there and that Russia or that the Russia military are very likely to provide some information. And it goes on to say that the hospital building had for days been under control. So this is okay. Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov alleged that, quote, the hospital building had for days been under the control of ultra-radical Ukrainian forces who had emptied out the doctors and patients, unquote. Mm. 
So those ultra-radical forces would be the Azov Battalion, which, according to the NBC News, was, quote, founded by an avowed white supremacist who claimed Ukraine's national purpose was to rid the country of Jews and other inferior races. Oh, so they're Nazis. Yes, the Azov Battalion are Nazis. Right? So these are the neo-Nazis that supposedly Putin wanted to denazify Ukraine from. Levrov even used Russia-informed... Uh, oh, even said Russia informed the U.N. Security Council that the hospital had been used by the Azov Battalion on March 7th or March 6th, which would be a few days before the attack. So Lavrov even went to the U.N. Council saying, hey, this neo-Nazi group took over this maternity ward, this hospital where there is a maternity ward, right? Uh, Lavrov maintained, quote, all the women in labor, all the nurses in general, all the staff was driven out of there. So... Russia saying that there was no patients, no women in this hospital. They were all removed beforehand. Yeah, because the Azov uh, took it over. Exactly. So the evidence here is where this is the conversation I was having with my dad. Okay. And they were showing pictures of this on mainstream news, mm-hmm. and he came he came over to the house to help me with some projects, and he's like, "I was watching this, and it didn't sit right with me." He said it looked like the the building was like under construction. He's like, you could tell like an explosion went off, mm-hmm. but he said none of the windows were broken. Mm. He's like, all the all the window frames <clears throat> were like completely mo- removed from their holes and were just sitting inside. They weren't <laughs> broken. They were just stacked nice and neat. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Ukraine probably has some poor standards of building. You know what I mean? But if a bomb went if, off, if a bomb went off the glass is going to break. Super glue. Yeah. <laughs> It's not just going to pop the whole frame out of the fucking wall. We don't have plastic windows. We have, uh, or glass windows. We have plastic. So this is saying it is alleged that the maternity hospital was operational as of March 2nd, where it was requesting fuel to continue operations. With Russian shelling the Maripol intensifying since March 2nd, it's entirely possible that the hospital was abandoned since then, or perhaps they had a smaller operation. Anyway... Here's where things get a little interesting. Video footage and photographs show a large crater in the hospital courtyard that was purported the site of the shelling, quote unquote. Is this the uh, the meteor that hit Earth? <laughs> oh, dude, this is a humongous <laughs> hole. Look at that little kid standing in the hole. That's a soldier. Oh, oh fuck, that's a soldier. <laughs> I thought it was a little boy. But it says, notice the part of the building closer to the crater has less damage than the section farther away. Yep. So... One would think that the closer you are to a blast, the more damage you would sustain. Go up to that picture one more time. Will you, Chris, please? The one where he's standing in there. Uh, That one? Uh, I just was... That's true. How is this shack still there? Yeah. So you see a little tiny shack. How are the trees? Like... Not, not... How is that building next to it totally fine? How are the trees only burned five feet up? Like, the bottoms of them are fine. Oh yeah, they have some sort of charring down at the bottom. No, it. they're they're fine on the bottom. The charring is five feet and above. Oh uh, well, the the flames. I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm just saying that one picture looked a little funny. It looked like he's standing in like a Ooh. trench. Oh yeah, like are they are they doing like maintenance plumbing? I don't know. It says the crater was huge and supposedly caused extensive or extensive damage to nearby buildings, as seen in the photograph below. At least one car was on fire. Windows are blown out, and debris is everywhere. All right? You see this lady, the pregnant woman, being carted off in uh, by these Ukrainian officials. Certainly, we are made to believe that the force of this strike was substantial. But is that really the case? Look closely at the photograph below. A small white building next to the crater is left standing and unscathed. The yellow wall of the building is relatively free of damage, and the top windows are intact. There's like a dog in that doghouse. It's like, shit, bro. <laughs> that was a big one. Yeah, those <laughs> windows would not just be leaning against the fucking frames there. They're, they're clearly, the windows are intact, There's the frames are there, and they're just leaning against the opening. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like they went in, took out windows, like they're doing Wait, some so. kind of fucking thing here. And now they're using it as a as a okay. You mentioned stage. the trees, yeah, right there on the yeah. left side there. Yeah, look at the trees all the way in the background, bro. Same thing. They're painted <clears throat> white at the bottom. Exactly. So like nothing really happened to them. 
they're all painted white at the bottom. Yep. Or they're all white at yep. the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even back here beside the building, way back here. I guess what Dave's trying to say is what's the difference between the trees right next to the explosion and the trees in the background? Nothing, right? Well, no, he was saying, like, why... Why, why is the charring only from there up? It's not even not charring. On- yeah, that's just how the trees grow, bro. That's how oh. they grow, or they painted them. You know, I like that's as, the, it's like a white bark that kind of must fall off. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, if you look back at the farthest tree, it's got white at the bottom yeah. three feet. They're all painted, or or those trees all have like three or four feet of just white white bark base. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it, it says um, in the other direction, however, cars and buildings farther from the crater have more significant damage. I'm not sure if the pattern of the blast or explosion or shockwave is consistent with what you might have seen in an airstrike. At the same time, I certainly can't rule out that there was other or was some type of unique radius. I'm open to any expert opinions, unanswered questions, it seems. Now, here is the picture of the maternity hospital, and you can see somebody barbecuing here. It says, when we take a close look at the picture... Taken as an emergency evacuation efforts from the maternity hospital were supposedly underway. This heavily pregnant woman had just escaped the building. As one Twitter user observed, that sure is an odd time to gather supplies, build a makeshift kitchen, get a fire going, and start cooking. Mm-hmm. So here we have uh, this guy gathers some bricks, puts a grate down, looks like a barbecue grate, and starts a fire. He's cooking and handing out some supplies. It it looks like a shelter, you know, like where you'd go and a homeless camp, a homeless camp. Right. And so uh, Technofog says, I'll add that the current claims are three dead from an airstrike, including one child. Photographers and emergency crews crews were present. Is there any photographic documentation of the dead or others that were seriously injured? Not that that wasn't a result of a Russian strike. Uh, put me down as not convinced either way. There is documentary evidence that civilian targets, apartments, etc., have been struck by Russian forces. So, there's just a lot to go on here. Because, like, if this place was being bombed, you wouldn't stick around here, right? That's, I think, the the point of the last picture and paragraph. You wouldn't just stick around and build your camp around this bombing because... Yeah. But where else would you go, right? I don't know. I, I, you know, I... I just feel like you, you. There's lots of old video of like war, mm-hmm. and like it's just. I don't know, man. It doesn't jive with what you see in war. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't like really jive. Like people are just chilling. Then again, you have seen people like in old videos where they're cleaning up the mess. You know, obviously they got bombing. Uh, I was just watching some videos of uh, when UK got bombed, right in World War Two. Yeah, and people were out there cleaning up the streets and trying to get shit. So you know. You can make that argument that they're not that afraid right afterwards. The attack happened. It's over now, and they can kind of go about their business. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, no, I get that. And so I don't know. It's either way. There's just how do you believe anything coming out of that area right now? Uh, You can't. And the latest one was that New York Times reporter the journalist who got shot dead over there supposedly by the russians Mm -hmm. that was blown up right before we started tonight so i haven't heard much more about that there was a one of his friends that was in the convoy or the car with him survived was interviewed on a hospital bed so he was saying that yeah his 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 friend you know was left for dead um I'm not sure what you guys think of it, but there's going to be more to come. I mean, there's fishy shit about it for sure. I mean, I don't, I obviously, like I said before, we're not over there. So I don't know why the, the, the coloration difference on the trees, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't Mm -hmm. know why the whole window frame and everything is just like sitting just on inside of the wall and not destroyed by the blast. Yeah. I don't know why that shack is still there. Right yeah. next to the fucking crater. Why did the Russian, the pregnant uh, Russian or Ukrainian woman, why did her Instagram get cleaned? Just totally wiped out. You yeah, usually do that for people that you don't want to look into, right? Yeah. You want to hide something. So why are they scrubbing her Instagram account? <laughs> I don't know. Can't get my internet to work. 
Your internet, uh oh, your internet's not working. Oh, right here. It is paint, bro. <clears throat> it is paint, paint on the trees. Yeah. So actually, uh, Chris, maybe you can look this up, but um, it says in Europe. Every year in spring, millions of trees all over the former Soviet Union are painted white with a mixture of water, glue, and lime. Right here. Why is the bottom of trees painted white in Ukraine? Soviet citizens get, uh, soon got used to the habit and started to appreciate the clean white look of their tree trunks. Oh. The Soviets came up with this tradition around World War II originally as a way to discipline soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, just look up uh, Ukraine trees white at base or tree tr- white tree trunks in Ukraine. Hmm. That's that's odd. So they do it for like a military discipline? I don't know what the original shit was. They were uh, saying it was discipline, you know. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's fucking weird, man, right? I'm just going to go paint a tree. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm getting a ton of, like, stuff here. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the, just the read about it. We don't have to show it. I mean. uh, traditionally made of slaked lime or a combination of chalk, copper sulfate, and glue is put up in the spring to protect the trees from the onslaught of seasonal insects and to guard against future hibernating bugs. Oh boy. Okay. There you go. Here's a picture for you. Yeah, they just it makes perfect sense. They paint the bases. Pretty crazy. Bomb goes off. Those are pretty white tree trunks still. Yeah. No, um, no bomb's going to ruin my white paint. Okay. That's weird though, right? I, 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 did, I did not know strange. that. I did not know that. You learn something every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you get anything from this podcast, you know that tree trunks are white. There you are. And, the uh, more you know, everybody. Uh, did you know that Barack Obama tested positive for COVID? I did. I did. And Big Mike did not. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Is that the case? Yeah. I read somewhere that... Uh, Obama had a sore throat, and somebody said, uh, "Big Mike can help with that." <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> Big Mike caused that. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, Big maybe. Mike. Yeah, he's yeah. like, my throat's sore because it's been uh, penetrated. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big difference. Big Mike has a big spike. Okay, <laughs> I'll just say that they don't call him Big Mike for no reason. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny at the end of Barack Obama's tweet, he's saying, "You know, I got, I just tested positive for COVID." I've had a scratchy throat for a couple of days. I'm feeling fine otherwise. But at the end down here, it's a reminder to get vaccinated if you haven't already, even as cases go down. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Even if you're vaccinated, you know, just hmm. keep on getting it. Well, did you also hear Pfizer CEO says fourth COVID-19 shot necessary due to waning immunity? Hmm. Oh boy. A fourth booster. Oh, this, is, this is cool. right Just here. get it. This is on Twitter right now. You, it's under the uh, Ukraine conflict live. Okay. Uh, no foreign biological laboratories operate in Ukraine. U.S. Embassy and Snopes says. Wow. Okay. So you know it's it's probably um, the opposite of what they're saying on Snopes. Secret uh, or uh, security service of Ukraine, the SBU, the U.S. Embassy in Kyiv, and multiple fact checkers. Say there are no foreign biological laboratories operating in Ukraine, and false claim has been made for several years now. False from mm, Snopes. They the claim just that, said it was there. Yeah, yeah, no, this yeah. Is, Vic, Victoria Newland said it was there in front of the whole Senate. And <laughs> oh, that's like an old Snopes thing. That's from like two twenty four. Are they backtrack? Is anybody going to call them out on this shit? Like, I mean, it, the, 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 what February twenty fourth? Snopes says no. Exactly. The claim that the U.S. is operating secret biolabs in Ukraine is one of the one that has been repeatedly spread by Russian propagandists Dude, since yes. at least 2018. Except it's true now. Except what do you, what do, you do now? <laughs> See, that's why Snopes is a bunch of bullshit. These fucking factories. And yeah. why is nobody going back? Why is Facebook, Instagram not going back and back? Uh, fake news? What's going on here? But who's fact checking the fact checkers? No that's one. the point. No and one. so like a week before Victoria Newland came out and confirmed this. Fact checkers, everybody was saying that this whole biolab was a QAnon conspiracy theory. Yeah. Even though, like, this, the biolabs, the war clandestine guy, he has nothing to do with Q. He does, he came out and it's like, dude, I, I, I don't look up Q stuff. I'm looking up real shit. Like, the biolabs exist in Ukraine. There's documentation to prove that. We have this defense threat reduction program. We fucking pay for it. Has nothing to do with Q. Nothing to do with conspiracy. It's there. Well, it is a fucking conspiracy if you think about it. But it's uh, it's not a theory. It's fact. 
So the fact that, you know, you have these fact checkers trying to squash everything saying that's fake. Don't look over there. Oh, shit. They're looking over there and it's not fake. Uh, yeah. And Victoria, just, just be quiet. Yeah, the amount of shit. That <laughs> just is, look over there. That, that, that <laughs> trends about Ukraine is just so like uh, another article. How to verify information involving the war in Ukraine, according to fact checkers and experts. Yeah. Talking about misinformation and disinformation, they want to be sure to tell you where to go have and you, what to look for. Have you seen Ooh. the comment section on uh, in the White House videos and shit lately? Mm-mm. It's all Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. All of it. Oh, wow. Okay. Every fucking comment. Yikes. Okay. Well, you know who owns the White House. Yeah, right. Or who the Bidens are indebted to. Let's just say that. Maybe even the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> Hashtag COVID is not over is trending. That is concerning. <laughs> also, I would say uh, since all this is going down in Ukraine, there's going to be a lot of displaced people. Displaced? Displaced people. Or ditch placed. I like ditch that. Ditch placed. Huh? Yeah. You know. uh, watch where all those kids end up. Oh, yeah. I bet how, how many kids go missing through this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just hmm. like in uh, that one place we talked about that gets banned. Well, if... Um, if Russia truly is kind of trying to get rid of all that, then they would stop that and halt that operation. But yeah. you never know. Uh, Mitt Romney tweeted a response to Tulsi Gabbard saying, Tulsi Gabbard is parroting false Russian propaganda. Her treasonous lies may well cost lives. Oh, boy. That was uh, the 13th. Was that today? What was a lie that she said? Well, he's not going to go into that. He's just gonna you literally it. just had a fucking Senate hearing where they admitted that the, all those labs are there. So what is she lying about exactly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, there's something about right here, Jack Posobiec. Daily reminder that Mitt Romney's advisor was literally on the board of Burisma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Ron Basilian commented to Mitt Romney saying, Mitt, I like you, but let me give you some advice. Calling one of your fellow representatives, quote, treasonous for something they said without correcting what they said. With all the lies we've seen lately, it makes you look like an enemy of the people, not her. Mm. Oh, dude. Mitt Romney is the scum of the yeah. bottom of everybody's shoe. Okay. His advisor was on the board of Burisma. Burisma Natural Gas over in fucking Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Rosemont Seneca funding this metabiota, mm. funding the fucking research into this shit. I mean, everybody's, it's all connected, man. Mitt Romney is just as dirty as all of them. Yeah. Uh, you so. know, there's just, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's a, you know, it's it's a fun to break it down with you guys and look at it. There's just so much. Like it's never ending. Don't fall in place. Don't don't just don't like let uh, people tell you what to believe. Like look at the obvious things, right? You can look at pictures. That's all we got, right? You yeah. get video and pictures, and we have to understand that some of those are mocked up to make us want to believe in a certain thing. Like when you yeah. see people getting carried on stretchers right next to a person cooking a can of beans on a fucking grill next to a bomb. Oh yeah. Hole. You know, it, it, it it's, it's all meant to like give you kind of this uh, feeling of like sickness and like, God, yeah. I can't believe this is happening, but just kind of look at the, uh, look at the doghouse next to it. Look at the fucking wall next to it. Look yeah. at the shit. And just ask yourself, what well, yeah. was this really? People have to learn how to read digest information for sure. Because common sense, it, if the last couple of years hasn't provided to you that the, the sources of information we've been relying on our whole lives are faulty at best, mm. then you you definitely need to relook at things and learn how to digest things again. Yeah. Faulty at best, maliciously misleading is uh, at worst. And I think that when you have so much opportunity to uh, put this propaganda into everybody's face and they will just lap it up like a thirsty dog. Yep. I mean, you can introduce any idea you want. Yeah. You know, and the the dangerous part is some people bite. You know, they and they take it. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I would just keep your eyes and ears open. Don't trust anybody. Yeah. Follow yeah. follow the money. Yeah. And follow the documentation. And remember, you are not a Russian asset by questioning everything. Okay, you're not pro Putin. By asking questions about Ukraine. Exactly. So don't let them tell you otherwise, right? Yeah. yeah. You have the right to, to question it all. You can say they're both bad. That's yes. totally fucking fine. 
It's just and like they probably are both bad. You're not anti-vax if you question COVID nineteen mandates. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the people. It's nope. all about the governments, baby. Yep. All right, gentlemen. Excellent episode. Raise your glasses. Cheersies. Cheersies. All right. Till next time. Have a good night, guys. Oh, now up. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.